Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nichols College Esports Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. That was actually the old intro. Unfortunately, Tim uh, graduated, and he will not be uh, on the podcast anymore. We really wish that he was still on because, you know, he's one of the guys to create a lot of uh, interesting conversations. But we'll be getting into a new um, wave now with just Brandon and I. Uh, so... Welcome back. Welcome back. How was uh, your break, Brandon? Nice little break for us. Yeah, you know, it's just pretty normal. Pretty nice sleeping in, finally. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, the craziness of senior year getting in, but is what it is. Getting back to more uh, relaxed, refined, like, senior year. It's spring semester for me, so I know it's hard for you. Scheduling's been tough for us, but relatively easy for me there's not much classes that i have left to take which is always nice but senioritis really (laughs) is kicking in it's pretty bad but um yeah we got some uh nice topics for you unfortunately we're not going to reach all the way back to times that we weren't here let that information i'm sure most of you guys have gotten to it but some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is uh, 100 thieves and their new cash app compound house um Activision Blizzard, uh, Google deal, uh, Amazon University esports, and possibly the start of something new with uh, university finally bonding with a professional organization. So let's get into the first topic: Hundred Thieves Compound, ha- uh, Cash App Compound House. You saw the video. Yeah, I encourage everybody listening to go watch the video on. Um I think it is it the official 100 Thieves channel? Yeah, it's 100 yeah. Thieves. It's crazy. It's wild. That place is absolutely beautiful. And even though like you look at the picture of the outside and it's the most basic thing that you will see. You look on the outside, it's like basic. It looks just, like a UPS packaging center. Yeah, basically just it looked like I went and painted it black. Literally just spray painted it or something. But then you go inside and that place is beautiful. Yeah. Stark contrast from the black outside, completely white inside. I was surprised that there wasn't as much red as usual. Like, it's 100 Thieves, but hey. I think it was tasteful. It was very, very, very sleek design. Tons of places for people to work. Like, very relaxed place. Obviously, the the best part being uh, Nate Shot's office. I mean, I didn't actually look into that full video. I saw, like, um, just the basic look of his office but i'm sure it's amazing he he has an intercom so he can he can just yell at everybody he wants he's got like one of the the ipad robots that drives around so he can go to meetings while staying in his office that is not shocking (laughs) that man will find any way to be as lazy as possible (laughs) but he made this company so i can't call him lazy at all i'm and i mean uh tying that into kind of how what we talk about on this podcast you know it's it's obviously sponsored by cash app the entire compound sponsored by cash app but also all the gear sponsored by nzxt so you have two major companies cash app being more recent i guess you could say nzxt pretty established in the esports community um just opening up the door and 100 thieves is really the only only esports team that's really doing this right now because i mean yeah you have phase that have has the big california house and but they're not they're not doing a esports compound like i thought that was great they called the the compound oh yeah 
it, um, I also saw, I think it was like, it might have been yesterday or today or something, something like that. They actually did sign like a full on deal with NCXD, like yeah. they're full on partners with them, which I wasn't surprised. Like every other day, I saw like Tim the Tatman, Courage, Nate Shot promoting like NCXT, go to them, like here's this uh, sponsorship, like here's a free, you know, PC that you could right. possibly get, sign up. And of course I did it every single time, <laughs> just hopefully. You have to. I mean, you have to. It's free. There's no... It just, takes three seconds. You can't not. There's. It's literally just go follow Courage or uh, follow our Twitter pages and then visit our site once and you come back and that's it. Like, I mean, you'll never win, but... There's a chance. <laughs> there's, there's a slim chance out of the three million people that are entering. Yeah, hopefully. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, this that place is beautiful. I actually, I, I told you before, I went to see if they have any internships, and I was hoping to get something over there. That place, it'll be a dream to live and just be yeah. in. Like it has not only just training facilities, it has every like specific areas for each team, not just one big training facility oh this is just going here everyone's got their computers that they're assigned to or whatever it's got the specific csgo specific um league of legends specific you know Fortnite that they added in courage in the video yeah just being courage that's about it um pokimane was there the other day just really? chilling out in their facility they have a new house um and their Wi-Fi sucks. So she was <laughs> like, I'm going to go over there where it's really, really nice. But this place is ridiculous. Like, it, it's got all those places, um, just content area, just talk about and learn. Then they have the whole, the fashion design place that it was absolutely beautiful, even though 90% of it was blurred out. Just, they're going all in, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's, it's really crazy what they're doing. Nadeshot has really um, changed the community. He's like, obviously, he's he's such a big face and, and everybody kind of, that's kind of how he got, he got a good jump with 100 Thieves when he first started it because, you know, he's an established name. But he's making all the right moves. Really is. Yeah, lo- just little kid in Chicago to now yeah. big boy in LA. He's really pushing the industry. Like, I he's, I wouldn't say that he's like, fully pushing it himself but he's making esports not be just the typical okay they play games like no this is a lifestyle brand like he always says this is something that you can live and breathe every single day it's not just games it's it's a life but rolling on to the next topic um i think you uh, wanted to talk a little bit about activision yeah so uh as we know as we've talked about on past podcasts uh people like courage moving over to youtube gaming exclusively for a stream um obviously a big deal moving away from twitch that big name and um now recently google excuse me google has uh acquired activision so that's activision and blizzard which means cod world league and uh all the overwatch tournaments are going to be streamed exclusively on youtube gaming instead of twitch which obviously those are two massive massive industries taking off of twitch so you had basically you used to have cod uh overwatch rocket league league of legends all on twitch twitch owned all of them like all the stream rights now you took away two of the bigger ones so twitch is 
YouTube is slowly coming up against Twitch, even though Twitch is still leagues and leagues above them. YouTube's making the right moves. As well as Hearthstone in that package right, as well. Yes. Like, they're making the right moves. I, Even though Twitch is up there, like, I don't know. They're sort of falling out of it. Like, a lot of big streamers are going on. Like, I understand the money that they're being given is a little bit extra. I understand letting some of them go. Ninja's a little bit tough because he was the face of esports for a long time. Like, you know... It's Ninja. Everyone knows him, his name. Like, even grandparents probably know his <laughs> name sometimes. But, I mean, YouTube's really coming come back with it. They were the top of everything in streaming or just videos in general. And now they figured out, yeah, gaming is an actual viable thing. <laughs> we had all these gaming YouTube stuff, but now we actually need to full-on get the streaming stuff. And that's one thing, you know, YouTube uh, has a, a, a unique edge over Twitch because Twitch is just live content. YouTube, you have the live content and then, oh, I got bored. I can go watch a video on the same site. I don't have to switch sites. So YouTube has both of those major um, aspects to it, which which is mostly why uh, all these big companies and streamers are moving over to it because they can they can stick to one platform and have all their content on one platform. Yeah, like the translation over is very, very easy. It's not like you have to export it, bring it out. It's like yeah. you streamed it, and now it's something that's on your actual page. Like Twitch has that, but the thing is you only have – it's like Snapchat. It's like if you're not part t- partner, it's 14 days, and then if you are, it's like 30-some-odd days. Like it's – people still want to see that content. Yeah. They're not just going to throw it away and have it in their computer just sitting there and doing nothing like – they can still rack up views and still rack up money and earn from other commercials and different aspects. And that's where YouTube comes in, makes a lot more sense for a lot more people. Yeah. And, and also Twitch has become very oversaturated. So I, I know there's a stat out there and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, for every streamer, there's, I think 15 viewers. So that, that shows you how many people are streaming on Twitch and how many people are watching Twitch. So you have maybe, let's say, for instance, in the Fortnite section, you have the five top streamers have 10, 10 to 20,000 viewers, and then everybody else below them has 100 or lower. So you have all those people crammed into one channel, and then when they get off, where do those people go? Where When you go on Twitch, Steve, you, you watch Twitch a lot? Not as much anymore, but when I do, it's only specific people that I want to watch. Right. So like you go on Twitch and you say, oh, he's not streaming. I'm gonna go over YouTube, watch some videos. Literally, I'm I I'm not even joking. That's exactly what I do. Exactly what I do as well. I mean, Twitch doesn't have an explorability thing. They don't. You can't, as a small streamer, you can't really get yourself out there like you can on YouTube. You, in YouTube, you can make videos, people can watch them, and then they can. Oh, he's streaming as well on YouTube. Yeah, one one of the things that I've noticed, um, I'm extremely lazy sometimes, and. I'm not looking to go on my computer. I have my phone in my hand. It's right there. It's easily accessible. You go on the Twitch app. It's not very user friendly, to be honest. Like there, there's sometimes. Oh, I find I found someone like oh pretty cool. Like I found this girl. Um, I think her name's Shmoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Yep. She plays CS:GO, and 
I thought she was really cool. Like, I just wanted to follow her. I didn't want to subscribe because, you know, I didn't have Amazon Prime at that point in time. Um, found her and just wanted to follow her. For whatever reason, on the mobile app, I couldn't find the follow button anywhere. It might be there. Trust me, I'm not this dumb and just not figuring out where it is. I think it's just hidden. Like, it's not very user-friendly to me. If I'm not able to see, like, a big button that says follow me next to subscribe, like, it it needs to be a little bit better. Yeah, and then um, another thing with Twitch and the mobile is you can't get – so as a partner, you get to choose uh, what, like, quality you stream in. So um, with – with Twitch on the mobile app, if you're if you can only stream to a certain um, aspect ratio that is friendly to phones if you're a partner. So like if you're watching somebody who's not a partner on your phone, you're gonna have a bad experience because it's not gonna be as high quality. And that's just you know I, I I understand where they're going with it. They want their their partners, the people that are dedicated to streaming, to have that option and grow there. But how are these other streamers supposed to grow as well? Yeah, that's extremely tough. I didn't even know that. Um, because honestly, I probably watch some of the top ones. Like you know, they're at least getting twenty thousand, sometimes ten thousand, whatever it is. That's got to be tough for them, especially like, you know, I've thought about streaming. I've thought about going on YouTube and doing videos or whatever, just trying to feel out and see the experience. And if that's the first thing that I felt in the first month, because I'm not partnered yet, because I didn't get anyone to follow me or watch my stuff, because that's one of the key elements to getting partnership is certain number of people following you and watching you how is that gonna help me make a living if i want to yeah and that's that's kind of um so like i used to stream on twitch a lot and i got affiliate and i was like oh wow i'm only like 30 viewers average away from being a partner like oh yeah cool keep going and then all of a sudden nothing happened i just hit a plateau and i was like wow and that, that was when Fortnite was really popular. So you had the top five people mm-hmm. have all the viewers on Twitch. Ninja, Courage, Tim, all those guys all had, and I, I had nobody. It was it was pretty bad. And then, you know, it's just like, it kind of demotivates you. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially you just hit it at the wrong time. Yeah. Fortnite became Fortnite. If you weren't playing Fortnite, no one was watching you. You either have 20 viewers and you're the only one streaming, like, team fortress 2 or you have one viewer and you're streaming fortnite along with 30,000 other people and that's the saturation part that we were talking about that's my youtube you just fall into i have i'm a huge marvel person Mm -hmm. and i do not want to spend money or waste time in buying comics and trying to read every single one of them i found i fell into youtube and found two people that do comics and talk about them i've (laughs) literally i've never watched a video over an hour before these guys have like two to three hour videos and i was stuck all weekend just watching them that's what youtube does you just fall into a hole just a huge vortex and you're gone (laughs) that's great wow all right um amazon university when you hear that name, you think that Amazon, okay, now they're going into schools. What what are they doing? Like, next thing, schools, like they want supermarkets, bookstores, whatever. This is not exactly what you think. It doesn't, it's Amazon University Esports, but it's just a tournament. It's like a series, bunch of series, um, and it's 
happening over in Europe with uh, United Kingdom, Spain, Italy, and it's going to be 200 plus universities are expected to participate in this. And it's in uh, coming in 2020. It's not going to be too far out, but it's just like a series of tournaments just showing off what uh, each university has. What we're what we started here basically over in Europe. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 not like I mean, yeah, it has League of Legends, Team Fight Tactics, and Clash Royale. So it's not like the big three: League, um, Call of Duty, and Overwatch. But it it does have League of Legends, and it also opens up um, an opportunity for these colleges in the UK um, or universities. I don't, I don't think there's a difference. No. Uh, <laughs> to uh, to really get their names out there and really really start uh, competing on the on the higher level, not just you know small tournaments with other universities, but this massively most likely broadcasted univer- um, university like series. Which, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be on Twitch and it's going to be advertised every yeah. single time that you hop on someone's channel. It's like, oh, the Amazon University series is coming up. Like, be headed over here. Go to this channel. Go do this. Like, but I mean, realistically, with other games like CSGO and everything like that, um, there is a huge presence from Europe. They are some of the best gamers out there. It's like US, Europe, and China. China and Japan, like those are the areas that just people game really hard and they're really, really good at what they do. Hey, start it young, like going to the universities. I think it's sort of what the same is here, like what they need to do. And Amazon's helping out with Europe, um, starting seeing what it's going to feel like over there. Cause I think at this point, Europe's a little bit more committed to gaming than the U S is like they full on accept it. Usually it's the other way around, like everyone follows the West and like what we do, but it seems like it's going over from China to Europe and then sometime later to us. Yeah, I think it's taken, it's definitely taken its time to uh, really cement itself in the U.S. And I think things like uh, 100 Thieves is is really putting that into um, consideration of of all the people that are like, it's not really a thing. And, And then they're like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, it is. And, um, like, <laughs> on your point about it being streamed on Twitch, I'm almost, I'm 100% positive that it will be on the uh, front page. So, usually on the front page, it has discoverable people, like people that are doing well. And I'm not saying that they're biased or anything, but it's Amazon. So, <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's Amazon, man. Twitch is going to be the same thing. They're owned by them. It says says uh, esports program will also be aligned with the Twitch student program, which helps mm-hmm. promote collegiate esports initiative. I mean, you know, it's exactly what they're trying to do. It's the only way for them to survive. Right. Get the youth. Youth's already hooked into it. Get the people that are coming into it and get them really hooked into it right. even more than they already are. And like you, you mentioned China and how they, they kind of really they were the first ones to fully accept gaming. And um, I don't think that this is going to necessarily lead us that quickly into that direction. Like, I mean, China has gaming high schools that train people, 15-year-olds, to be professional gamers. I don't think we're that, there yet, but I think this is the right step to um, to way later in the future, something like that. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, you know, IMG or... Uh, Carlos Beltran Academy, like yeah. that's an actual thing. It's named after a baseball player. 
all they do is play baseball. Yeah. All they do is play whatever sport. IMG just is that monster that we've known for many, many years, just playing their sport. That's your gym time. Go play, go gym, go to gym and just practice your sport 24 seven. Some, some unfortunate timing with the Carlos Beltran. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it was the first one that popped into my head. I could have went with Carlos Delgado, but it's Carlos Beltran. He's in the news. Might as well throw him yeah, in there. Might as well, right? Um, but also connecting off of this Amazon University, um, Chiefs Esports Club, it's over in uh, Australia, so they are partnering for three years with Bond University, as well in Australia. But this, I wanted to bring this up because it's actually a pretty big deal, as we were talking about, you know, Amazon University trying to connect with uh, universities across Europe. This is Australia getting into it, which I didn't even think Australia was going to be into discussion for esports in general. But they're trying to make, you know, this farm system basically through universities. It's going to be like a minor league sort of deal, but they're just going to partner with them and teach them and give uh, the institution growth with esports and gaming um, and try to make, you know, Australia esports an actual thing like big 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 push for them trying to get esports embedded in the australians bloodstream right yeah and um the director the executive director of sport at bond university said quote um we want to be able to say come to bond university and we'll teach you about the esports uh, the business of esports and um you know that's that's kind of where uh the uh chiefs esports club is taking them They're, they're like you said they're taking them in a direction where australia is is kind of gonna get on the train into uh the esports industry like china and in the uk and the u.s and i think like you said this is a big deal this is this will get the foot their foot in the door um and i don't i don't really know the uh the foothold that they already have in the esports industry i'm not really from at least from like a Call of Duty perspective, that Australia is not very big, right? Yeah, they're. It's Australia. I, f- I don't want to bag on Australia or anything, but like, anytime I hear anything about esports in general, Australia is not the first wor- right, uh, country right. that comes to mind. Yeah, you you, you kind of um you, you change your matchmaking region in Fortnite to uh, Oceanic so you can get better uh, worse <laughs> players. Um, not saying on on general, but you know. No, I've actually heard that before. Like, no matter what the lag is, for whatever reason, you're. I'm just not going to say be that I did it a couple times, but you know, we, you don't have to say it. We know, because <laughs> everyone else out there probably has done it as well. But yeah, this, I don't know. It, it's weird to see Australia do it first. I would think I heard some other news from a different area of the world, but hey, all power to them. Like. That's the power of esports. You see money rolling in, and people jump on it right away. Yeah, and they're definitely not like being late to the train. I think that's what their main perspective is: is we don't want to miss this. And and being the first is a scary thing. It's it's a risk, but I think because of how esports has implemented itself into the U.S. more recently, I think they can. They're like, oh, wait a second, this could really get us on the map. Yeah, I mean, Australia, go ahead. I want to see you guys take over a little yeah. bit. That would be pretty awesome to see, like, 
something come out of nothing very, very quickly. For sure. I'm sure it's going to take time, but, you know, it is what it is. All right. Um, is that all we have to talk about today? I believe so. Cool. Uh, well, welcome back, everyone. Hopefully, we'll be getting on a steadier trend of uh, episodes, and um, hope to s- talk to you guys again. Everyone have a good day. From uh, Steve and Brandon, we're out.